0: If you could express this to anybody is watching, credit score, mm. credit score, credit score, credit mm-hmm. score. <laughs> when you when you take care of your personal self, uh, you will not have to have anything down. There's n- what is it? What's the down payment do outside of lower your monthly? It doesn't verify that you are any less risky if you have two thousand dollars to put down on a car. Have you enjoyed
1: listening to the Incredible Podcast?
0: Are you looking for a way to support it? Or maybe you just want some
1: swag? Check out the Incredible Store today. We have shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, hats, stickers, and so much more. Go to Incredible.org, I N C R E D I Paul, and click on the store link. Or go to the link in my socials bio and click on the Incredible Shop. Looking forward to seeing your incredible paul Turn this up! Turn this up! Your professional development is one of the keys to your
0: career success. When you combine your desire to grow with actionable steps, your journey to success becomes an incredible reality. Welcome to the Incredi-Paul podcast. And now, sharing his
1: expertise, experience, and excellence with the world. Here's your host, Paul Feranbi. Hi, I'm Paul Ferrandi, and welcome to the Incredible Paul podcast, where we learn how to become the most incredible versions of ourselves by learning from each other. Today, I have Michael on the podcast, who says he's the second favorite tour, your second favorite tour host. Michael, how about you tell me more about that and more about yourself in general?
0: So it's funny. I actually started using that second favorite tour host because uh, when I used to play Fortnite, uh, there was this guy named Denver, which he used to call himself uh, your second favorite PE teacher, and <laughs> I was trying to figure out what the heck does this man keep saying this over and yeah. over. And finally, he told the story that he was a PE teacher. Okay, uh, that he was a content creator for Fortnite at the same time. But oh wow, that uh, your PE teacher should be your favorite. Ah, uh, so he, he proclaimed himself as the second because you should be your own. Ah, uh, uh, so okay. Whenever I say I'm your second favorite Thorough Host. I am saying that I hope that you are your first and then uh, you watch me for inspiration. <laughs> nice. I love it. I love it. That makes sense. So yeah, I stole it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's awesome. I love it. So yeah, you tell- want me to kind of explain a little bit about uh, kind of how it got into this or how yeah, like? just
1: yeah, uh, just you know, your your background, how
0: you got into it, and then we'll go from there. Okay. So background, we'll start with entrepreneurship in general. Yeah. I think that's kind of the best way to kind of really explain how I got here. And uh, so I have kind of been my own guy since like day one. Uh, Whenever I was 19, I moved out uh, to Oklahoma City. I'm from like small town, Southern Illinois.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, like my, the biggest town around me had maybe 20,000 people. So you oh, know wow. to get to a city is something that's uh, almost unheard of. Yeah. so at nineteen years old, I just kind of moved out uh, to Oklahoma City trying to just find myself per se.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I was out there for about maybe a month and a half, got me a job working as a computer uh, tech. And that's when my that's when it all kind of started for me in this route. Uh, I, my boss was this awesome, awesome guy who was just this entrepreneur. He had like multiple different businesses and helping and I just kind of seen something that it really inspired me. It actually, and you'll see here in the story, that um it made me go back to school. Wow. <laughs> so uh, when I was running these stores and everything, he kind of just seen something in me and he started teaching me his ways. Mm-hmm. Uh and then we actually grew within the two and a half years that I was there. We opened up two more stores in Oklahoma City. Um and I got into like the business side, the administrative side instead of, and leaned away from computer networking and uh, technician work, the daily mundane stuff and started doing like the business side of it, working with QuickBooks, working with um, inventory and warehouses and all that stuff to get different orders in for inventory, right? Wow. So that that's kind of where it started. Uh, for, okay. uh, and then- I've done a whole bunch of stuff since then. <laughs> uh, I did go back to school uh, eventually, and I got my degree in finance uh, after I found out that accounting was incredibly boring, <laughs> <laughs> and I was not a huge fan of business management on the logistical side. I think the schools yeah. kind of really push warehouse management, and that's not my style. Mm. I, I love finance and like. Yeah what is the stock and options and bonds world is just oh, it wow. excited me. Uh, so after about working at the computer, I was in Carbondale this time. And I went yeah. to St. Louis, got another job out there. Uh, as funny as it sounds, I got a job as an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> um, but while I was doing that job, there was another guy who was an accountant with me. And he was talking about, hey, I'm, you know, this is kind of like my side gig. I asked, like, side gig, what does that mean? <laughs> uh, it's like, yeah, I buy, I buy real estate out here. I, I buy all these little four families for fifteen, twenty thousand dollars, and then I flip them and rent them out. Wow, it's like, what do you mean fifteen thousand dollars? Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he kind of showed me this uh, new idea, this mind shift. You know, I, mean, I was just I kept on asking questions. I was so yeah. just like, how does that work? Where where are you getting the money? Like, we, I know how much you make. (laughs) What what does this do? He's like, yeah, I've been doing this for like 10, 15 years now. So, and and that, that was when I got into real estate. Uh, And I've I've had a couple of posts in that way. I still do a little bit of real estate here and there with rentals and and house flipping. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that was my first entrepreneurial move. Okay. then here we are. Uh, you know, a couple of years later, I've been testing, trying all these new things out. For me, real estate, uh, investing on in the rental side is a little bit passive e passive-y, passive-y okay. income. Uh, and I thought, hey, there's a better way I can do something with my money, be more active. Hmm. And then this is when Turo kind of started coming around. I was seeing it online and like I started watching a couple of different podcasts, uh, okay. definitely uh, with David Shands and the Social Proof podcast. Oh, yeah. Very, very much into them. I I, uh, I will preach the gospel of David Chance. <laughs> and uh, I seen a couple of guys on there talking about Turo, and I just mm. I literally just went and tried it, mm. and wow. I completely fell in love with it. And the the way that I could use my credit score, I could use my finance background to propel me with the knowledge that I have into a more active investing or entrepreneurship in this case mm-hmm. uh, with Turo uh, getting loans getting car notes and knowing what's a good deal what's not a good deal mm-hmm. what how to do market research to find the right cars wow. to actually put on the platform where I will make a profit at the end of the month uh, or yeah. whatever quarter it may be are you wondering what's next as everything you tried
1: failed or maybe you just feel stuck. Then coaching might be right for you. The coaching relationship is a relationship totally centered on you. If you're tired of running on the hamster wheel of life and want to start to see results, reach out to Incredipal for help. So what are you waiting for? Go to incredipal.org slash coaching. I-N-C-R-E-D-I-P-A-U-L dot org slash coaching or at im credit Paul on all my socials or you can click the link in the bio for your free coaching
0: session i want to make sure you become the most incredible version of yourself i know a long story but uh definitely hopefully that kind of encapsulated how did where did this entrepreneurship stuff come from yeah yeah that's that's awesome so it seems
1: like it was in you for um, for a very long time and you've been doing it it just kind of evolved over the years yeah. it seems like that's awesome. So, talk to me more about out the the Turo stuff. What was it? because I it sounds like you just jumped right into it. So, what was what was that like? What were those experiences?
0: Were there any yeah. funny stories or maybe oh, not man. funny stories well, that came so up? <laughs> we can talk some stories here. It's a never-ending story. Yeah. Uh, so one, I'm only one year in right now. Uh, so far, I have made uh, a little over a little over hundred thousand, I think, for the wow. first. Year.
1: In the first uh, year, first year.
0: Yeah. Wow. So I, I like I jumped in, I, I really dove yeah. in, and I got a lot of notes. I had five cars running at one time and wow. I was doing a lot of, um, self-marketing yeah. and doing rides on the outside. Those are actually the ones that make a little bit more money. Um, but we'll keep it on the tourist side. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, What I started with was a car note from a credit union, actually. Mm -hmm. And this is what I really wanted to actually talk about during this uh, podcast interview is how to really utilize your local uh, banks Mm -hmm. and um, dive into that. But basically, there's like some spring auto loan thing, whatever they do, like, oh, we're going to not you won't pay for the first month. And then on top of that, you. We're going to reduce your interest rate by like almost full point, but it was like oh, wow. 0.75. So, actually, my very first uh, vehicle was a Chevy Traverse. Mm. Uh, about it was $51,000 after taxes included. Um, and a brand new, literally zero miles. I just, it was a sweet, sweet deal. Mm. And, wow. Uh, on top of that, at 2.2% interest. Wow. I'm telling you, local banks. <laughs> you wow.
1: can't 2.2%. You can not get that anywhere else.
0: Yeah, 2.2% interest. Absolutely pillar deal. There, you almost could get any car. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far with it, but basically yeah. if you had low interest rate like that. Uh, there's nothing you can't do. Uh, almost yeah. any numbers will work from that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then to be fair, I, I did at that time have an 800 credit score which does help yeah. uh, to be fair and what yeah. else do I that for. So I'm not trying to give any false hope here. Uh, um, yeah. But anyways, I just, I was like, Oh, it was just that easy. <laughs> it, <laughs> it was so funny. Just to apply. And they're just like, yeah. yeah. And then uh, I started noticing, Hey, Mercedes, they make a really good uh, profit to how much it costs per month to, to own the vehicle. Mm. I went to the Mercedes dealership. I also went with a pre-approval letter mm. and it, this time it was only pre-approved from Bank of America. And it was like a four and a half percent interest. You can't get that now, by the way. It's not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> the, the rates That's are up sick. too high now. Yeah. And they were also running a special that this was maybe April, May-ish. And they were also running a special through Mercedes uh, dealership. I actually went through Mercedes Financial to buy this one. And it, this time I got to use my EIN number. Uh, oh, for, nice. Because I, I don't know if it's true for all credit unions, but typically credit unions only want your personal information. They will not uh, use, uh business EINs as the um, foundation or the, everything does, uh, excuse me, you got to PG everything anyways. Yeah, In this case, it doesn't count to- onto your actual credit report. It won't show up as your debt to income ratios will not be uh, affected when you actually use your business uh, as the loan holder.
1: Yeah, and so just that, to that clarify, uh, yeah. when you say PG, for those listening or watching, oh. you're not watching on YouTube, definitely you should go check it out. PG is the personal guarantee. So you have your business, and then you guarantee it with your personal, on
0: the personal side. Guarantee it with your personal, yes, absolutely. Uh-huh. And I don't see how anybody can get around this. I, I think if anybody is hearing this, and you're seeing on YouTube all over the place, oh, put it all in your business name, it won't affect your credit. It won't affect it, but you still get the hard pull. Yeah. Everybody thinks that's not happening, but it truly, surely does. Yeah. There's not, no business is ever going to make it with showing no revenue, by the way, my yeah. dad. I have yeah. no revenue coming in. So mm. and not only on top of that, they're not going to just give money because you say you're a business. Uh, yeah. But anyways, <laughs> I uh, that was the first loan that I got for the business itself. Okay. And uh, that was through, uh, personally guaranteeing of course, literally in and out in a day. Wow. So my next car was my Mercedes uh, C300. Nice. And I was like, okay, I really didn't expect it to be that easy. I was like, can it? And I do more. Yeah. So next week, I went to the BMW store. Did you say the next week? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? So the next week, I went to BMW because I was watching... Um, a YouTube video from, it's one of my other favorite content creators. Uh, Oh my goodness, why am I blanking on her name right now? Um, Saima. Uh, so I think her, her YouTube is Saima Experience. Uh, okay. She's an incredible YouTube content creator, and I think she does a great job. She was going through some of the BMW uh, like provisions towards sh- um, rideshare people. Mm. So BMW actually did. Uh, Lends to rideshare people more frequently because of the business model. They they actually oh, wow. believe in the business model. Uh so I went to B and W and this time I wasn't I forgot to mention that when I was going to the Mercedes dealer, I did not say I was doing this for Toro. This Uh-oh. is this was for business. Uh, yeah. because my understanding is, and I will give you another uh hint here once I tell you about the Porsche dealership. Yeah. Oh, you, I, you don't say what it is for. You just say, hey, it's for my business. They're like, oh, what do you do? Oh, I, I do marketing and you know online advertising. Yeah.
1: I'm yeah. lying. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Along <laughs> with some others. I advertise my own cars on a platform called Turo. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, so BMW doesn't worry about the language that you use. Oh, so you nice. come in, you're saying, hey, this is what I do. This is my business model. Mm-hmm. Here's how much I'm looking to make. And they actually will grant those loans uh, through BMW. Uh, their financial thing is fantastic. If you have a, there's a little gem here, if you have over a 700 credit score for BMW, you're actually immediately on their like premier lenders list. Wow. And that 700 and above gives you the best interest rates that they can offer you. Really? Mm-hmm. So as long as you have a 700 credit score or higher, They get you on the premier list and it drops the interest rate way down. I think it was almost a point, like 1.25% lower than their normal. Even their, uh, what's those, you know how they do like the show. It's like, oh, you can get this car brand new at a 5.56% rate over this period of time. Well, they'll actually do lower than that. Wow. Have a 700 plus credit score because they're doing like the median average. The typical client average credit score is like a 640 Okay, um, so they were giving you what that is, but as long as you have that 700, that's you're actually top tier to them, and they wow. want to get you into a car. Wow, which actually got me my second one. So I, I bought the first one, and then a month later, uh, I got a call from the dealer, and they're like, "Hey, we got we just got this new, uh, not it wasn't new. It was like a a trade in. Like, hey, we know what you're doing." This is a a trade in. It's brand new. We've already got it all checked out. It's going to be one of those, uh, I forgot what it's called, like something pre owned where they like certified pre owned. Yes. Uh, So they verify that it's good and they will give me all the cool warranty and stuff with that, the the, the pay for the gap insurance. Um, And so that was actually how I got the second one was by them. So that's car number four there. (laughs) Wow. And then I also got an Audi A4. That was um, probably not my best deal. And, and kind of actually out of that now, because that one got totaled uh, last oh, year. wow. So I didn't even have that car very long. But So, so, yeah. okay. so that's how we got it. That's how we got yeah. in These cars. It's just, it was between March and July, I got five cars. Wow. That, that. <laughs>
1: i i don't even know what to say That from from not during turo to having five cars and what Company. is that like three and a half to four months
0: yes <laughs> wow. and uh, sitting on uh what a quarter of a million dollars in vehicles wow so zero revenue, by the way yet <laughs> still oh. a zero you know you're, you're i have nothing to show i have nothing to show them they're just Giving it to me because I have a great credit score. Wow. That, that's amazing. And so
1: with that, were you, what, what, what does the down payment look like for stuff like that for the business? Really? Zero sure down again. payment
0: for, for those listening. Zero <laughs> down payment. Really? I would not. I was like, hey, what are you doing a down payment on? I was just confidently, nothing. I'm like, okay. No problem uh the in which if you could express this to anybody who's watching credit score mm. credit score credit score mm-hmm. <laughs> when you when you take care of your personal self uh you will not have to have anything down there's n- what is it what's the down payment do outside of lower your monthly it doesn't verify that you are any less risky if you have two thousand dollars to put down on a car that's true that's very true. That's a good point, man. So, walk me
1: through managing five cars. Like, how how does that
0: work? And are you doing this full time, or how how <laughs> <are> you <laughs> doing you know, it? Yeah, Definitely. no, 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 not at all. Uh, so managing five cars, honestly, it's fairly fairly simple. Um, so me and my wife do a lot of, well, When I say a lot, we do everything. Uh, you know, I do probably ninety five percent of it, and then my wife helps me out on the the things that are needed whenever they come about. Like, hey, <laughs> for some reason the the unlocks not working. Babe, can you <laughs> can you unlock the car for this <laughs> client that's outside? <laughs> yeah. Uh. So, and a lot of people always ask me. This is the funniest thing. Like, where are you going to park the cars at? Mm. Like, that's a great question. Yeah. I don't want them parked. That's They're, good point. They're not here. <laughs> <laughs> they're being as long as you do a really good job on uh, taking pictures, things of that nature, um, and marketing and promoting uh, for yourself outside of Turo, uh, mm-hmm. you'll typically have the cars out the whole time. The Getting them cleaned and taking the pictures, all of that is, <laughs> it may take, I'd say, about an hour per car after a drop-off to go wash it. Uh, clean it well, and and I've I got videos I've made on how to clean it, uh, what oh, right. they're looking for, how to take pictures as well, uh, because the picture taking is incredibly incredibly important. Because Turo is really kind of cr- I think they lean more towards the client unless you just can back it up. Uh, oh, a lot wow. of a lot of people talk about taking two hundred pictures. I think that's over. What? Here. What are you gonna do with two hundred pictures per thing? I think that's a lot on your own self. I take roughly about fifty to sixty. And that'll cover outside body, wheel, rim, um, trunk, under. In the the one I always get to tell everybody, make sure you're taking pictures underneath the car seat, because that's typically like a lot of people vacuum, but they'll like leave their cigarettes and weed ah, or, ah. <laughs> underneath the seat. They just forget to get in the cracks. So mm-hmm. the most important pictures I believe is the the cracks per se. <laughs> that honestly, that is the maintenance. Uh, the The oil changes, they come up. The good thing is that I have the newer cars. They tell me uh, right now, I'd say I probably don't have the best system as far as making sure that the oil changes happen on a regular basis, but Mm. they're going to happen earlier than normal because these cars are always being driven and uh, almost as if it was a daily commuter because um, they are. They Typically, it's the car, especially this Traverse. This is a seven-seater they're going oh, wow. on trips i mean you're getting eight nine hundred plus miles on this vehicle over a weekend wow. <laughs> and then when you do that two or three times in a month you're, you're already looking at an oil change yeah and so i uh i keep uh, what's that is it a groupon on fan. a groupon, <laughs> groupon, fan. <laughs> a groupon uh, fan for the uh, the oil changes and yeah. uh, uh, either a speedy lube or uh, a valvoline people of yeah. valvoline know me way too well <laughs> <laughs> Wait, here comes michael your second favorite tour host <laughs> didn't, didn't you just come in here with a mercedes What what is this yeah it's it, it's some pretty funny conversations every once in a while
1: <laughs> they yeah, asked so, you honestly, what is?
0: is fairly easy and i think honestly i'd probably be able to handle at least Eight cars on my own, and wow. and I work a full time job as a teacher. So I, I mm. teach at a, a high school over in St. Louis, and I'm a business wow. teacher and computer science teacher. So, wow. which also, to be fair, I'm off at like two thirty every day, so wow. I get a little bit more time okay. where I to, um, attend to my business, which is. okay incredibly helpful. But I think even if you were having nine to five, getting home at six, uh, you should still be able to handle at least up to six cars. Wow. No problem. Before you need to have somebody like helping you out. Wow.
1: So yeah, talk through that process, because I'm trying to wrap my mind around managing six cars while working full
0: time. <laughs> So make sure you have a job. You can have your phone on you. <laughs> yeah, that, that's key. Yeah. And, and because I teach business, I sometimes like if a, if a client calls me in the middle of class, I will literally just pick up an answer and let the kids listen. Oh, like, wow. Hey, this is what happens when clients call you. Yeah. kind of conversations you're going to have. So just be quiet and listen.
1: Yeah,
0: that's, that's cool. <laughs> and they that's really cool. enjoy that. I, I think the, the kids seeing that um, is a pretty cool process. Mm. um then they were like oh well, that's what you would say to in this situation oh what are you looking at extending or hey something's going wrong what can i do here you know just kind of talking a client through that but yeah. it, it, honestly as long as you can have at least text messaging right or kind of do that while you're doing whatever you're doing at, at your full-time job uh typically speaking no no problem there as far as the client side or taking care of your uh, Turo clients Wow, that's
1: amazing!
0: Oh, and then if you're wondering about <clears throat> the pickup and drop-offs too, yeah, same well, my same same concept. Uh, so because they're all newer, mm-hmm. um, this is probably one of the perks of having a fairly newish car. I think as long as you have like a 2020 or higher, mm-hmm. most uh, brand vehicles have an unlock feature through their own, uh, like so. The Audi, the Mercedes, Benz—they all have apps that you put on your phone. That you can unlock and lock uh, through oh. uh, through the app. Uh, so that's—I mean, just clicking a button. and The client will be like, "Hey, I'm here. Here's my picture to verify that I'm actually here. And I'm the person." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I've, I'm like, "Okay, thank you. Here's the unlock." they be like, "Oh, thanks." And then they just drive off. So I don't even—I've maybe seen twenty to twenty maybe 15, 20 people so far out of the 115 trips I've done. Wow. So it's pretty hands-off on that part of it. Okay. Uh, outside of going to the airport to drop off or uh, the Amtrak to drop off. Uh, those again, very simple again, go to the parking lot, drop it off. <laughs> <And actually laughs> leave. Uh, I think it's like 15 bucks at the airport. Mm-hmm. for for parking as I, mm-hmm. I literally leave cash inside the car for them to pay it as they go leave out because they're paying me 120 dollars for the drop-off so i don't i don't see nothing wrong with dropping 15 to them uh, that's awesome
1: <laughs> so, so oh, i'll I'm, I'm kind of curious so how long because i know we've been talking
0: about all this stuff material but how long have you been teaching for so this is my fourth year teaching, or year teaching. Um, and with that background uh, so I actually started in the accounting side and then I actually went to work for TD Ameritrade I was a broker on the trade desk and like wow. I said I love stocks and options yeah that's like my honestly a huge huge passion of mine I absolutely love uh, talking through options strategies and just money in general so and you can kind of see with the loans and stuff that's probably like yeah. Why yeah I enjoy it so much Um, So I was a a broker for two and a half years and that's whenever it started hitting me at on the home side is I'm never here. Mm. I I mean, I was doing very, very well as a broker because I'm incredibly passionate and and then I was passionate about options and stocks and talking to clients. Mm. Uh, So not only do, am I already in that realm of, Hey, I, I go hard <laughs> in everything I do. Yeah. So to add on that passion on that, what I love, I'm, I can work 10 hours. No problem. Oh, wow. Easy. Just easy. at work on a Saturday. No wow. getting that, getting that overtime. Sweet. And, and then, cause you, your overtime and your, and how your commissions would also add on to your bonuses. Wow. So everything, like everything you did, the more work, the more effort you put in, you're, you're getting, you were being reciprocated that from the company and, and, you know, getting promoted and, uh, had like two promotions within first two and a half years. And I was looking at going up into upper management and doing not upper management, management, then most likely would have went up from there. But, uh, you know, it was a lot of fun, but a lot of time Mm. where, where I'm at, it was probably an hour hour and a half drive to work.
1: Wow. One way, an hour and a it's, half. It's, it's, it, it
0: had nothing to do with the drive. It's just rush hours, just the time. Um, so if I'm having to get there like 8: 30, me going all the way through St. Louis and all the way out to Chesterfield, if nobody knows if you're watching from wherever, you probably have no clue what I'm talking about. but <laughs> I'm going 40 miles, which on average, if, if I were to have no traffic, probably 35 minutes. Yeah. But whenever you get into traffic and you're just literally stopping, mm. I mean, you just stop in most places. So I'm having to like count that into my day. So I'm like leaving at six to be there, make sure I'm be there by eight. Wow. And then I actually started working overtime on the back end because I was spending so much time in traffic. I said, there's no point. Yeah. There's no point in me taking almost two hours on the way back. That was the worst. Driving back on was the worst for a normal thirty-five minute normal drive. Wow! I would work two or three hours after, so that I could have only a thirty-minute drive, which would wow. literally get me home at the same time. <laughs> I mean you get that? Money. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I was working, and, and I really, really thoroughly enjoyed it. But that, that's whenever my son was going through middle school, mm. and I'm I love basketball
1: yeah
0: play basketball I was a d1 athlete it was juco but hey still d1 yeah um and I played basketball uh, my first two years of college or back to college as you if you remember that part yeah uh, that was how I got my scholarship and so now I'm getting my son I'm training him and you know I'm able to go to the rec or whatever with him and train him up and but I'm not I'm not home I'm not I'm getting home like 7 30, 8 o'clock wow. that is when the games are actually ending and oh. I did that for two years. And I was like, is it worth it? Is mm. Is is ninety to $100,000 worth it? Mm. That's when it started hitting me. It's like, I have missed everything. Wow. And then my daughter came along. She was born mm. uh, the, like right at the end, right near the end here.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> and I'm going to kind of go back to this, but I got three days off what three days off zip wow and so not only so that was a year in mm-hmm. uh, after a year of essentially not really doing anything to her because i'm tired like i get home <laughs> Just yeah, go and do something do like really something really quick and going to bed by 10 mm-hmm. two hours at home go to sleep wake up go to work two hours at home go to sleep, oh, sleep um, and so I started, I just felt like an immense, like a pressure of not being there.
1: Mm.
0: Although the money was fantastic. And I yeah. said, Hey, if I was in my twenties. I didn't have kids oh, still be there. No problem. Mm. Easy. Cause yeah. it was the quickest way of becoming or helping myself become per, per se wealthy. Yeah. It would have been an easy way of getting to the hundred figures and then, uh, supporting a family in, a, in that way if mm-hmm. I would have done it, been there a lot sooner. Mm. Yeah. So that was kind of like my, my exit. And I started looking for a way out and they were actually paying me to go back to school to get my master's degree for teaching. Oh, wow. So I was using <laughs> that every semester. <laughs> I was getting like $5,000 a semester to go back to school. Nice. So on top of these crazy work hours, I was actually in school Wow, getting my credits so that I could become this? a licensed teacher. I'm wow. telling you, I go in. There's no God. I don't mess around whenever I, when I want to do something, I never do it 60, 70%. Mm. To me, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. I'm either all in or I'm all out. Makes um, sense. Man, I had a, I had a key note that I I missed there. And uh, maybe, maybe I'll remember it whenever, as you keep asking questions here. Yeah, that's a lot to unpack. Just like doing well,
1: but at the same time, I think that's, there's a lesson there as well. Because I feel like there's this, I don't know the word for it, but people are striving to get six figures. But at the same time, they're either losing their family or they're losing their passion or losing all these things. But you got to a point where you're like, yeah, the money is great, but I am not involved in my family. I miss out on so many things. <laughs> and then, And I think that happened pretty quickly because I feel like some people they get to upper management before they even think about that. But in a couple of years you had the self-awareness to take a step back and ask yourself,
0: is this what you want? Yeah. It was was kind of, definitely when I did make that switch, like half the money's gone. (laughs) (laughs) At first you're like, okay, it's fine. Great. Yeah. I'm going to do it. You know, I'm tired of this crap. And then you, you do it and then that check comes oh. and then i was like you know what i'm going to it'll be all right i think i can do this you know i i think and that's actually what caused me to be like okay i have more time now <laughs> yeah so i'm not getting home at 7 i'm getting yeah. home at 2:30 wow, and that's us like- start working out like oh man maybe i can do something that is not as time consuming it doesn't take as much time as another job, of course. Mm-hmm. And then that's when the uh, op- the entrepreneurship kind of started kicking in. It's like, hey, I can do these little side things, and I don't have put as much effort and much time. Now, trying to find out. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I and I remember the first summer. This is the crazy part. Oh, mm-hmm. man, this is the key part. i the one back to. You. As yeah. a broker, you you get holidays off that are. Market holidays, okay. So okay. you get Christmas, you get Thanksgiving, yeah. uh, Fourth of July, mm-hmm. President's Day. I'm okay. Maybe President's Day. We're king but the the fun fact about this whole thing is, yeah, you cannot ask off the day before or after that holiday. Really? Okay. Okay. So here we are. Oh, and New Year's Eve, and uh, I think another okay. one off. So even if it falls like on like a Thursday or a Wednesday or Tuesday to like kind of string it out, like, like say, even if you had the vacation time, you had the PTO, you cannot ask off. Those are sort of blacked out. Oh, dates. wow. Cannot ask off. Um, and that, so I did what every other person would do. I would work it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. So they they give you this, hey, you're already getting paid for it. And if it's, uh, you know, you get time and a half because you're working overtime. Mm. But they'll also do double time if you work it. So oh. I said, shoot. I mean, if you're going to pay me $75, $80 an hour to be here, on holiday, oh. I'll just do it. Wow. So I really didn't take off. Wow. Anxiety was crazy. Crazy anxiety. Like I wake up in a panic, like oh i woke up 15 minutes late i'm gonna like i'm gonna miss work i'm like i'm so worried about being fired wow <laughs> and this, this is where i wanted to get to the, that time off and like i was explaining to the kids like i didn't i had nothing so thanksgiving i can't ask off for thanksgiving like i can't um, thanksgiving's on thursday mm. i can't ask off friday so i can't go with the family so i just wow. work thursday i just work and they're all gone wow yeah, it, and that, that's when it started really that I was saying, man, this really hit me so hard. But as a teacher, mm. I remember this so much. The first year that I worked as a teacher, got to through the first year, summer comes around. And you know, teachers, we don't work on the summer. <laughs> yeah. I woke up sweating, freaking out that I was late. Oh. <laughs> like a whole week straight. Wow. And then it hit me. I said, man, I really has. I have an issue. I, almost, I, I really, I had to even back again, like, hey, I miss my kids, but now I'm like, I was really fearful. Mm. I was panicking, wow. waking up, like jumping and, and like trying to like figure out what to do with my life. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, I'm a teacher. I, I don't work. I don't, I have nothing to get up to. Mm. Uh, and that was one, the first week I was like, oh man i really needed that Mm. i really needed that backup figures yourself out Mm -hmm. um and uh, if that's a something for somebody here that like sometimes you just need that when you if you're working that hard Mm. uh, you don't know you need it till it literally hits you yeah yeah
1: that's so true i know John Maxwell, who's a leadership expert, talks about having margins in your life and having time to reflect on either a daily, weekly, monthly, or yearly basis. He does all of them because it's in that reflection time that you can understand how things are going. If they're going well, you can continue doing it. Or if they're not going well, you can reorganize some stuff. But if you never take if you're always on the go and never take the time to reflect you look back at maybe five years, 10 years, or maybe in a, in a year and be like, where did my time go? Wow,
0: absolutely. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that, that hit me, where, where, where am I going? Yeah. Uh, so kind of, and that adds to, hey, I had all this time. I know these summers I have off. What am I going to do with them? And that's what actually helped me so much when starting with Turo. I started mm. like right near the end That's when I got my first two or three cars Spent that whole summer to really organize the business, build the business in in, in a way, figure it out. What, what are my messages? Whoa. How am I going to, what do I do do in this situation? Uh, What does that look like? How do I speak with my clients? How am I going to go out to them? What, Mm -hmm. uh, which airport lot do I use? (laughs) So I had like time to like really, sit down and kind of figure this out as a as a yeah. business and trying to map it out the strategies yeah uh, what kind of uh where do i gotta have my banks at what type of uh banking do i need to go to give me the opportunity to like literally walk to a bank <laughs> sometimes you know by the time you get off at three or four o'clock typically banks on a weekday they close by uh, four yeah uh, the only t- chance that you'd have is a friday mm. um but so that that summer opened me up i was Going to two or three different banks and trying to figure out wow. what what do you have, what's uh, what kind of billing do you have, and, and that actually is how I got to uh, I found the one that I use now, which is Wells Fargo, um, mm-hmm. just because of the the ease of everything. Like they they connect with everybody. I don't know I, Wells Fargo's big, but <laughs> yeah. And then I use QuickBooks, and I found that they're they're the best one for me is personally for invoicing. Oh, okay um i I absolutely love it uh finding out in heck gosh nobody talks about it enough but when you're in a business like you have to even think about the expenses the depreciation of your vehicle the tax Mm. planning um what how are you going to who's doing the books oh yeah good thing again i i i'm blessed to have that accounting background yeah Pretty much all that stuff kind of comes intuitively to me. I just got to go and read a little bit or watch a couple of YouTube videos. Man, <laughs> talk about uh, a university uh, YouTube! Uh, what a uh, grace of God, honestly. Like the, mm. the amount of intelligence that you can receive in such yeah. a short amount of time is absolutely priceless. Mm. Uh, if you go and find or research to get the right ones, of course. Yeah, getting yeah. the right getting the right people. There's a lot of shady people, of course, out there. But I think. <laughs> I would say at least 70% of the content is actually really good. Yeah. It's that, it's that 30 that you got to learn how to uh, be wise with. <laughs> yeah. Shoot I think that's out true in our own faith too, right? Like yeah. there's, there's a lot of junk out there. Yeah. And sometimes you gotta you got to be able to decipher it um, and see what's good and what's not. Yeah. Well,
1: that's awesome. Well, we are almost out of time, but I'm curious you talk about Turo. I know you did a little bit of rental stuff. I think you're still doing a little bit with, um, with with houses. What is next for you? Are you diving more into Turo, doing more in the real estate realm or something totally
0: different? Yeah, absolutely. So my uh, I want to continue growing Turo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely want to continue growing it in a way that's uh, less financially a burden on my end right now uh, whenever you you buy five cars your credit score goes down a little bit hey that's just that's kind of part of the game yeah uh, so this year I'm gonna be focusing heavily on what would be call other people's cars <laughs> OPCs <laughs> uh, so inviting others to join with me I have a great platform I have a great system that I've already have implemented in place I know how to run the business yeah uh, so now it's just more about getting in more cars uh, and continue to keep the revenues going and being profitable. Nice. Uh, and then also, I am heavy into uh, stock options, uh, trading stock options. It's it's definitely a thing. I, I love doing it. Uh, not sure how much I want to teach it. It's mm-hmm. such a sketch kind of market out there. And you got to be really careful uh, with that as well. But house flipping, definitely into, I uh, want to do another house flip this year. I have three videos uh, on my YouTube page. About the one that I did do last year uh, and I would love to do another one this year. Just got to get the cash available uh, to be able to do such a thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty much cash is uh, where I need to be at. And interest rates are going up right now. So Mm -hmm. everything's kind of slowing down and I'm just trying to lean in and lean generally speaking (laughs) and making sure that I'm not getting myself into a financial uh, burden and, of basically failing. I would not want to do that, but I definitely, I'm looking for at least four or five more cars on Turo, and I would love to flip at least uh, one house per year hmm. and, uh, find another rental per year as well.
1: Yeah, no, that's awesome. So for anyone listening or watching, if you didn't get pinned the first time, definitely watch on YouTube. But yeah, if you're in a St. Louis area or close by, definitely reach out to, to Michael to see if you could connect with him on either doing stuff with Turo, well, mainly on the Turo side with the, with the cars, or maybe if you had some questions. I'm sure you could you could hook people up with all the the wealth of knowledge you've learned over the last few last few years between the real estate
0: and the Turo business for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And it doesn't have to be about me partnering up too. If you just have any questions, I am an open book. I mm-hmm. think that uh, in general would, if you want, have questions. How do how do you start things like that? Int- DM me. Uh, I'm glad to speak with anybody. Awesome. Well, I want to make sure
1: people know where to find you. I'm not gonna link your socials in the, the show notes, but I want to make sure you 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 say where they can find you on your socials or websites,
0: all of that. Yeah. So it's the at real Mike Shear that goes for it. Uh, YouTube and Instagram. Those are the two platforms that I am sticking with right now. I do have a Twitter or Facebook of that, uh, but I'm not heavily into them. I'm really leaning in and trying to be incredibly focused on YouTube this year and growing the channel.
1: Awesome. Well, that's good. I know to me, I feel like Facebook is dead and Twitter is dying. So you are in the right realm there for sure. But it's, it's been awesome having you on the podcast walking through your journey what you've learned as far as just from life in general from your background going back to school with family it's it's phenomenal I I know I learned something on the podcast but for those listening hope you learned something as well reiterate definitely reach out to Michael if you have any questions or want to connect with him as a partner Uh, he's a great guy a lot doing a lot of great things and yeah, this, it's been awesome. So thanks for listening to the podcast and just have a good rest of your day, morning, wherever you are. Stay incredible.
0: Thank you for listening to the incredible podcast with Paul Ferronbi. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast, listening platform. We'll see you here next time and be Incredible. Incredible.
1: incredible.